Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories. From franchise to subgenre to directors and actors, no film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of film with top five from the ray taylor show in this episode i am going to be ranking my top five movies directed by james cameron the james cameron james cameron is a highly renowned and influential filmmaker known for his groundbreaking work in the film industry, Cameron was has achieved tremendous success as a director, producer, and screenwriter. His films have pushed the boundaries of technology, visual effects, and storytelling, making him one of the most accomplished and visionary directors of our time. Cameron's passion for filmmaking began as an early at an early age, and he has started ex, uh, and he started experimenting with eight millimeter film as a teenager. After studying physics at California State University Fullerton, he decided to pursue a career in the film industry. He gained experience working as a miniature model maker and special effects artist, which helped him develop a deep understanding of visual effects and technical aspects of filmmaking. Cameron's breakthrough came with the science fiction hit The Terminator in 1984, which he wrote and directed. Throughout his career, Cameron has been recognized for his exceptional filmmaking achievements. He has received numerous awards and accolades, including three, count them, three Academy Awards for Best Director. James Cameron's films are known for their techno, uh, technical innovations, immersive storytelling, and memorable characters. He has consistently pushed the boundaries of filmmaking and has left an indelible mark on the industry. His work continues to inspire and captivate audiences worldwide, cementing his status as one of the greatest directors in cinema history because of the release of the newest Avatar film on streaming, which I reviewed earlier in the week. Avatar The Way of Water, because that movie is now widely available for people to watch at home, I decided it'd be a great time for me to go back and re-watch all of James Cameron's films in order to rank them on this show. And some films I watched for the very first time. Actually, one film I watched for the very first time. Uh, but a lot of them I had seen already. Most of them I had already seen. Uh, but in a lot of cases, had only seen once. And uh, only had seen once at the when they first came out. Others are classics that I grew up watching multiple times. But let's get into my top five picks. It might surprise people to hear which movies made the list and which movies didn't. Uh, but let's start off with number five. This one, uh, kind of surprising. Kind of surprising. But it is uh, one of... A few times James Cameron has done a sequel. He's only done it twice. Uh, but this one was a fun watch that I think was even better than the first one. And that movie coming in at number five is Avatar The Way of Water. Which came out last year, 2022. An epic science fiction film. 
uh, it's it ser uh, serves as a sequel to the highly successful Avatar that came out in 2009 and is the second installment in the Avatar film series. The cast includes returning members from the original film, such as Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, and Sigourney Weaver. Avatar The Way of Water continues the story of Jake Sully, a blue-skinned humanoid Na'vi. In the film, Jake and his family face renewed threats from humans and seek refuge uh, with the Metkanya clan, an aquatic group of Na'vi who live on Pandora and Exomoon with a habitable environment. The central concept explored the movie is family. It delves into themes that resonate with earlier films directed by James Cameron. The film explores the dilemma of whether to confront a powerful enemy or flee from their evil, drawing parallels to the Terminator films. Additionally, it addresses themes of environmentalism and settler co uh, colonialism. Avatar The Way of Water uh, was a box office success. As we all know, James Cameron, very successful in the box office. This movie grossed $2.3 billion worldwide, becoming the highest grossing film of 2022 and the third highest grossing film of all time and the highest grossing film of the pandemic era. The reception for the film was generally positive. Critics highlighted the visual spectacle of the film, recomm recommending seeing it on the largest screens possible. The stunning visuals, vibrant imagery, and the underwater sequences were praised. However, some critics felt that the story was basic, relying on fam familiar tropes and lacking depth in character development. Overall, Avatar The Way of Water is a highly anticipated sequel that builds upon the themes and world established in the original film while delivering a visually captivating experience for the audience. This movie had amazing fight scenes, as so many James Cameron films do. Uh, the visuals were even improved from the last Avatar film, which was, as many James Cameron films, very progressive as far as pushing the technical abilities of film. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I think it opened up the world of Pandora more. We see more of the world of Pandora. We see more uh, different types of the Na'vi uh, that occupy that world. Um, and brought in a lot of you know new characters, changed some characters up. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was better than the first film. So surprise, a little spoiler. Maybe Avatar, the first one's not making the list because this one I enjoyed more, and it's sitting here at number five. Obviously, a lot of the issues from the first Avatar film are present in this film as well. Some of the problematic aspects of the film, the white savior, uh, colonialism, all those kinds of things. But uh, I still enjoyed this movie, and it's coming in number five, Avatar, The Way of Water. Moving on to my fourth favorite James Cameron film. This is a movie that uh, changed a lot. This was one that I hadn't seen in a while. Definitely have watched it many times, but hadn't seen it in a while. And in my revisit to make this list, uh, was kind of surprised how specific elements didn't really stand up. Uh, and I expected this movie to be much higher on this list, but after rewatching it, I 
there's always like at least one aspect of a James Cameron film that I just don't like that doesn't work whether it's a character a performance an aspect of the story there's there's always something that bothers me usually it's very rare but there's always at least one thing in a James Cameron film and this one surprisingly which I'll get into uh didn't hold up that great but still a great movie but it is here at number four and that movie is Terminator 2 Judgment Day it came out in 1991 science fiction action film it's a sequel to the 1984 film the terminator and the second installment in the terminator film franchise the movie stars arnold schwarzenegger linda hamilton and robert patrick in pivotal roles the terminator 2 the story is set in a post-apocalyptic future where powerful machines called terminators are waging war against humanity the film introduces a new terminator model the advanced and shape-shifting T-1000, played by Robert Patrick, sent back in time to eliminate John Connor, played by Edward Furlong, the future leader of the human resistance, and the aspect of the movie that didn't stand up. Edward Furlong, I, as a kid growing up, I love this movie, related to him a lot, but I gotta say, his performance is cheesy. I don't, I don't blame him. I think it's just James Cameron's not great at directing children. Uh, it seems usually when children, aside from Avatar, The Way of Water, where there's a lot of children and they are the main focus of that movie, the majority of the time, if there's a kid in the movie and it's a James Cameron movie, it, the kid is the worst part of the movie uh, in a lot of instances. And in this one, it was a bummer. It was such a bummer rewatching this. And, like, just being annoyed at that kid. Um, and just, it, it added a, a level of cheese to the movie that I never experienced in the previous watching of this movie. Uh, but that's why it's down here at number four. But John Connor, of course, the future leader of the human resistance. However, the reprogrammed T-800 Terminator, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is also sent back to protect John from the T-1000. The film explores themes of fate, redemption, and the value of human life. The features, uh, it features intense action scenes, sequences, groundbreaking visual effects, and gripping storyline. Uh, Terminator 2 is known for its iconic moments, such as the motorcycle chase scene and the memorable catchphrases like Hasta la vista, baby. It was released in 1991. Terminator 2 was a critical and commercial success. It received widespread acclaim for its technical achievements, storytelling, and performances. The film won four Academy Awards for Best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing, Best Visual Effects, Best Makeup. It is considered a landmark in the science fiction genre and has had significant impact on popular culture. Terminator 2 Judgment Day remains a beloved film among fans and is often regarded as one of the greatest action movies of all time. It solidified James Cameron's reputation as a visionary filmmaker and further cemented Arnold Schwarzenegger's status as an action movie icon. It had been a while, as I said, since I had seen this movie. Edward Furlong, very cheesy in the rewatch, uh, but that is why it's here at number four. Still... A great movie. I remember when this movie came out. I remember there was a lot of like 
TV specials that talked about the special effects and how they were able to do certain things. I remember watching a lot of behind the scenes making of features on T Terminator 2, how they were able to make the T-1000, uh, you know, melt through things and all of that stuff. The video game, the arcade video game, uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day was a, a, one of my favorite arcade games uh, and one that was very difficult to, to beat, but I remember beating it. Um, it's still a great movie, but it was such a bummer that uh, that uh, John Connor is, is it's so cheesy, man. And he's like determined not to al not allow the Terminator to terminate people, right? So you can't kill people. You can't like the this the empathy that this kid shows doesn't necessarily match the rebellious kid that he's supposed to be, right? He his mom grew up teaching him how to be this m great military leader trained in all these different things his mom's in a, a a psych ward being raised by foster parents he kind of does his own thing stealing money from atms but then for some reason he's super empathetic about bad guys being killed i don't know i mean it's it's nice but i don't buy that as a character trait and the way it's it, the way it's fleshed out in this movie i thought was pretty cheesy so kind of a bummer i, I this would have been rated i would have had this higher if i didn't rewatch the movie uh, but it is here at number 4 terminator 2 judgment day my fourth favorite james cameron film let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about are you a fan of art movies and all things entertainment then you need to check out youtube.com slash inspired disorder our page is jam-packed with all kinds of great content including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings but that's not all we also feature daily episodes from the ray taylor show a podcast that brings you movie reviews tv TV show reviews, episode recaps, opinions on news and entertainment, and much more. There's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories. And if that wasn't enough, we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics. So why wait? Head on over to youtube.com slash inspiredisorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer. And now, back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite movie. This was a movie that I had never seen and have been looking forward to watching. Uh, not only uh, to do, I knew it would be, there's a, a couple top five episodes I want to do that would include this movie, or it would at least this movie would be potentially part of. And in planning to do this top five James Cameron movies. I was very excited to finally watch this movie. I've, I may have seen this movie once when I was younger. Don't really remember it. Maybe I've seen parts of it, but I had no memory of watching this movie in full. Uh, so I was very happy to see it and very surprised that I enjoyed this movie more than uh, maybe some other movies. But it is here at number three, and that movie I am talking about is The Terminator. Never seen it. Came out in 1984. Science fiction action film. Serves as the first installment in the Terminator film series. Uh, the uh, At some point I will do 
I want to rewatch the entire Terminator franchise and do a top five Terminator films. Uh, sadly, the Terminator films don't ever seem to all be on a streaming service at the same time. Unlike most other franchises where they tend to get grouped in, I think because this the franchise has kind of been handled by a lot of different people, uh, it's it's tough to uh, to find these movies consistently uh, available to stream. But one of these days I will do it. You can't. The biggest bummer is like you can't even go on Apple TV and just buy. Usually they will bundle franchises together, so you can just buy the entire franchise. They don't have that with the Terminator franchise. There's no buy the entire Terminator franchise. At least the last the times I checked, it's not available. But that would be the other top five that this movie could be on. Uh, the movie stars, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as well as Michael Bean, and I think you, that's how you pronounce it, Linda Hamilton in the pivotal roles. The in The Terminator, the story is set in a dystopian future where advanced artificial intelligence called Skynet has taken over the world and initiated a nuclear war against humanity in a last-ditch effort to defeat the human resistance Skynet sends a cyborg assassin called a Terminator back in time to 1984 to kill Sarah Connor, who's played by Linda Hamilton, whose unborn son, John Connor, will grow up to lead the resistance against Skynet. However, the resistance also sent back Kyle Reese, played by Michael Bean, a soldier to protect Sarah from the Terminator. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the film explores themes of time travel, fate, and the potential dangers of artificial intelligence. Uh, if they only knew, it would start as a chatbot. Uh, it combines elements of science fiction, action, horror, and thriller genres. The Terminator is known for its gripping storyline, intense action sequences, and iconic characters. Arnold Schwarzenegger's portrayal of the emotionless, relentless Terminator became one of his most iconic roles. This movie released in 1984, The Terminator was a commercial success and received critical acclaim. It gained a cult following and spawned, obviously, a very successful franchise uh, to one degree or another. Uh, a film's success led to the film's success led to multiple sequels and cemented James Cameron's reputation as a visionary filmmaker. The Terminator is praised for its tight storytelling, innovative visual effects, and the suspenseful cat, cat and mouse chase between the Terminator and Sarah Connor. And maybe might be one of the only times you see a tight storytelling from uh, James Cameron, a guy who really loves long movies especially the more recent films that he's put out tend to all be at least three hours long uh he doesn't mind the run times and a lot of them but this definitely being one of if not his only just really kind of a simple story and i, I love it i love it obviously it's i like it more than the the, the second terminator it's it's great. I like the kind of the horror elements. I mean, he is very much like a Michael Myers or something like that, but fits. It's great. Sci-fi, robot, cyborg. The special effects a little bit rough around the edges, but I liked it. I there's let's just say this movie doesn't have an annoying kid in it. And that's why I like it more than Terminator 2. Um 
but a great movie. I really enjoyed watching it. Glad I finally watched it. Made me excited to to finally hopefully dig through and watch all of the Terminator films because there's a few in that franchise I haven't seen. Uh, let's see. It has since been recognized as a classic of the science fiction genre and is considered one of the greatest action movies of all time. Overall, The Terminator is a landmark film that introduced audiences to a captivating world of time-traveling assassins and human resistance, setting the stage for a beloved franchise that continues to resonate with audiences today. My first time watching this movie, as I said, um, I think it holds up better than Terminator 2, sadly. Uh, the special effects, as I said, a little rough around the edges. It's also a very simple, which is also kind of, it's a simple story. In in a lot of ways, simple movie. There's not a lot of moving parts, aside from the fact people being sent back in time from the future. Uh, very simple premise, which is also rare for James Cameron. Uh, so coming in number three, my third favorite James Cameron film is The Terminator. Moving on to my second favorite film. This movie was at the top of my list for the longest time. Until there, there, the last movie in all of his movies that I watched that I, I convinced me to, to knock this, that movie down a peg to number two. Uh, this is a movie that there will probably be a lot of people angry that this movie is my second favorite James Cameron film. But I can't help the fact that I've watched this movie more than any other James Cameron film. This is a movie that I can literally, like, I know the lines that are going to be said before characters say them. It's a movie I watched so many times. Uh, and that's why it's here at number two. True Lies is my second favorite James Cameron film. This came out in 1994, it's 10 years after The Terminator. It's an action comedy film. Uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Art Malik, Tia, Tia Carrera, Bill Paxton, and Charlton Heston is even in this movie. In True Lies, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a role of Harry Tasker, a mild-mannered computer salesman leading a double life as a top-notch secret agent for the United States Counterterrorism Task Force known as the Omega Sector. Unbeknownst to his life, wife Helen, played by Jamie Lee Curtis... And daughter, Dana, played by Eliza Dushku. Harry's job involves high-stakes espionage and dangerous missions. When Harry sus uh, suspects Helen of having an affair, he uses his spy resources to investigate her, leading to a series of misunderstandings and comedic situations. Uh, simultaneously, Harry becomes embroiled in a mission to stop a terrorist plot orchestrated by the international criminal Salim Abu Aziz, played by Art Malik. As Harry's professional and personal lives collide, he must protect his family while preventing a devastating attack. True Lies blends action, comedy, and romance to create an entertaining and thrilling experience. The film is known for its spectacular action sequences, including high-speed chases, elaborate fight scenes, and explosive set pieces. It features James Cameron's signature blend of practical effects and groundbreaking visual effects. It was released in 94. True Lies was a box office success and received positive reviews from both critics and audiences. The film's witty humor, exhilarating action, and charismatic performances, particularly from Schwarzenegger and Curtis, were highly praised. 
It showcased Schwarzenegger's versatility as an actor, combining his action hero persona with comedic timing. True Lies remains a popular film in the action comedy genre and is considered one of James Cameron's most entertaining works. I agree. It's number two. In my opinion, it successfully balances thrilling spy action with lighthearted humor, providing audiences with an enjoyable and memorable cinematic experience. This is a movie I watched so much growing up. It's the funniest, by far the funniest James Cameron movie. That is something you don't see in many James Cameron films. Uh, comedy. Comedy is severely lacking. It is uh, unintentional comedy, I think, uh, in a lot of James Cameron films. Uh, it's also one of his more simple movies, in addition to The Terminator. Uh, this is pretty pretty straightforward, but I love the I love action comedy. It's a subgenre that I, I love so much. Obviously, I'm a huge J Jackie Chan fan, somebody who's made a lot of action comedies as well. And this is kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in like a James Bond type of a movie, which I appreciate that as well. Um, I really love this movie. Uh, it's uh, my personal love for this movie growing up is exactly why it is so high. I think objectively probably not a second best movie that he's made objectively but subjectively uh it is my second favorite james cameron film and i don't mind the movies that it took the place of i do not mind because this movie i love from top to bottom it is it, it will be my go-to my f i mean it is probably even though it's my second favorite james cameron film it's probably the movie that i will have watched the most out of all of his movies uh I, I mean i've already watched it more than all of his movies exponentially more but uh you know probably the only movie close to this that i've watched as much is terminator 2 but doesn't hold up it's i don't know how long it's been since i watched terminator 2 and and john connor just kind of a bummer this movie put it on such a treat i loved it there's no aspect of it that i didn't like uh i i really do i really love this movie so much that is why it is here at number two my second favorite james cameron film is true lies let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to talk about are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home office or wardrobe look no further than the many faces series by ray taylor that's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring designs from the Many Faces series, or take home a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now, back to the show. And moving on. To my absolute favorite James Cameron movie. This is a movie that I had seen once. This is a movie that's very difficult to find. It is not available to stream. It is not available on any streaming services. 
it is a movie that I've heard is supposed to be getting a Blu-ray re-release, uh, which I think is a similar thing I've heard about True Lies. Uh, but this movie I've only seen once. I did, there's so much of it I didn't really remember. Loved, obviously, in the rewatch. And not only is this my favorite James Cameron movie, but I think this is also the most James Cameron movie. I think this movie really showcases everything that James Cameron clearly loves in movies and also in his personal life, it seems. Uh, so I think, and it's it's the movie I have zero problems with. This is a movie that I enjoy the themes. This is a movie the performances are probably the best. Um, I think this is just the most solid film that he's ever made. Uh, and that is why it's also my favorite. That is why it's here at number one. My favorite James Cameron film is The Abyss. This movie came out in 1989. It's a science fiction film written and directed by James Cameron, obviously. It stars Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth Win uh, Mastrantonio. Mastrantonio? Man, Mar Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. And Michael Bean in the lead roles. The film explores the depths of the ocean in a mystery uh, in and the mysteries that lie within it. Uh, the abyss revolves around an underwater oil drilling team led by Virgil Bud Brigham Ed Harris and his estranged ex-wife, estranged wife Lindsay, played by Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. When a submerged U.S. Navy nuclear submarine mysteriously sinks, the team is recruited by the military to aid in the rescue mission. As they venture into the depths of the ocean, they encounter otherworldly phenomenon and a mysterious alien species. The film blends elements of science fiction, adventure, and the thriller genres. It explores themes of deep sea exploration, which obviously is a huge passion of james cameron uh human survival and the potential for communicating with extraterrestrial beings the abyss delves into the complexities of human relationships and the transformative power of self-discovery one of the notable aspects of the abyss is its groundbreaking visual effects particularly in the portrayal of the underwater environment the film utilizes innovative techniques to create believable underwater sequences, including the development of the quote-unquote water tentacle effect, which earned the films, uh, which earned the film an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Uh, upon its release, The Abyss received positive reviews from critics. The film was praised for its ambitious scope, stunning visuals, and intense performances. Ed Harris and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Mastro uh, delivered compelling performances as a couple dealing with their personal conflicts amidst a high-stakes situation. Although The Abyss achieved critical acclaim, it's perfor it performed moderately at the box office. Over time, it gained a cult following and regarded as a cult classic among fans of the science fiction genre. The film's director's cut which included additional scenes and an extended ending, received further praise from audiences and critics. The Abyss showcases James Cameron's expertise in blending immersive storytelling with groundbreaking visual effects. It remains a notable entry in his filmography, highlighting his ability to push the boundaries of filmmaking while exploring complex themes within the science fiction genre. 
this was my second time watching this film. It's not easy to find, as I said. It's only, not only is it my favorite James Cameron film, as I said, it is the most James Cameron film. It, it clearly showcases his love for deep sea exploration, as he is clearly obsessed with. Uh, it has, uh, like, a little bit of action like there's some fight scenes some hand-to-hand fight scenes not a whole lot so it's not necessarily big battles or anything like james cameron normally does uh but it does have people using machines using like to traverse new kind of environments right inner people interfacing with machines in some in a lot of his movies they're mechs right whether it's aliens or avatar or this movie people interfacing with machines to allow them to navigate new worlds in this movie the new world being deep sea uh it has an environmentalist message which is similar to the avatar films uh it also has by far the best performances i would say uh and doesn't have any annoying characters including bill paxton who tends to be kind of annoying um and is the one of the reasons why a movie isn't on this list among other parts of that movie that aren't on this list. But a great movie. I really loved it and uh, kind of blown away in this rewatch. And uh, whenever it gets the re-release, it's it's going to be a, an easy buy. And I, I don't know. I don't think I watched the director's cut. So I would love to see the director's cut. Uh, I'm sure it would be even better. Especially like having an extended ending. Because it does kind of just end once everything comes to the surface. But... I love this movie, and that is why The Abyss is my number one favorite James Cameron film of all time, out of all of them. Now, I know people are thinking, what about all those other movies? Well, let me tell you, Piranha 2, did, I started to watch it, and I was like, no, this is not making the list. Not a good movie. I also, it being his first film, I don't know how much control he actually had over that movie, so that was never going to make the list. But there are classic films that didn't make the list. Aliens. The reason why Aliens isn't on this list. The Kid, kind of an unnecessary thing. Bill Paxton, very annoying in that movie. I know some people like it. Some people don't like Mind the Kid. Um, I also don't like the way Aliens turns that franchise into an action movie. Despite the fact that I it's not my favorite it's you know i've i think i've done maybe i haven't i should probably do an aliens top five i don't think i've done that but um yeah i've got issues with that there's a lot of great moments don't get me wrong it could have maybe taken off maybe at number five and taken the avatar movie off but aliens didn't make the list uh avatar the first one it's it's kind of amazing how forgettable the first Avatar is. Uh, it's very unoriginal, kind of white savior story. V- you know, whether it's so similar to a lot of other movies that have already come out. And I liked Avatar two better, so that's why Avatar didn't make it. Titanic, probably my le- aside from the Piranha movie, uh, Titanic's my least favorite. Uh, Kate Winslet's character is horrible. I do not like that character at all, uh, which kind of bums me out. Like, I don't, I don't, because I don't care about her. Like, 
her whining and complaining in this movie is just like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You're like rich and have to marry. It's like, just leave, leave, leave. Right. You're, you're not. I don't know. I have a lot of problems with Titanic. The second half of Titanic is amazing, obviously, once the boat starts to sink. Uh, there's aspects of the movie that I do. I think it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's a, James Cameron knows how to make a good movie, but uh, Kate Winslet's character is, is really the reason why I, I, that movie bugs me. Um, so that's why Titanic, not on this list. It would, my least favorite of his movies. Uh, but all of his movies are very epic, except for, you know, every once in a while he'll do kind of a toned-down movie. It's been a while. Not really doing that anymore. Uh, also... But for me, it came down to just little aspects of things from each movie that I didn't like. Because for the most part, they're great. They're great movies, but little nitpicky things in the movies are the reasons why they are ranked where they are or not on the list at all. Uh, James Cameron doesn't know how to make small movies, really. Uh, or at least has no desire to make small movies. Uh, but I do wish he would explore other stories instead of what is seems to be the rest of his life making avatar movies uh which the avatar movies are fine he's definitely doing his his technological pushing of technology and film but i would love to see him do a bigger variety of stuff like do another action comedy do i don't know just just do new stuff i, I the fact that he's going to spend the rest of his life making avatar movies bums me out but anyway, I loved rewatching and revisiting all of his movies and glad I finally got to watch The Terminator. Finally got that off the list of shame. Uh, but let me do my list, recap my list, and we'll get out of here. This is my top five James Cameron movies. Starting off with number five is Avatar The Way of Water. Number four is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Number three is The Terminator. Number two is True Lies. And my number one favorite James Cameron film of all time is The Abyss. Let me know how you would rank your favorite James Cameron films. Please, please let me know. I would love to hear it, how you would rank them. Uh, and I know movies like Aliens, movies like Titanic hold a special place in a lot of people's hearts and i get it this is my list it's not it's not some definitive if you disagree with me then we're at war but i would love to hear what your list is and thank you for tuning in to top five from the ray taylor show i do hope that you enjoyed my rankings and my analysis of my top five james cameron films let me know again how you would rank your favorite james cameron films are there any films that I... No, I didn't miss any. Did, did Have you seen all of Piranha 2? Is that worth actually watching? I couldn't do it. I thought it was horrible from the outset. Uh, but other than that, you can also join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all-new episode and see you next week for more top Five new episodes of the Ray Taylor show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Oh,
Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.